Welcome everybody to Views from the Clash. I am your co-host JB, aka John Bravo. Hi, and I'm Josh. So guys, uh, what this whole thing is about is, uh, I know you guys could, you know, tune into any podcast you like, so we appreciate you hanging out with us this week. Uh, it's really just the Seinfeld of podcast. Uh, Josh and I have these conversations all the time, so we're figuring we'll let you guys in on them. So we're really um, coming from just like nerd culture stuff. Uh, we're really touch on a, a couple of other topical things, just really what's on our mind for that weekend. Uh, you guys will get a chance to kind of experience that with us. Yeah, and like uh, JB said, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. This is our first episode so we hope to you know get better and, and iron out any wrinkles uh going forward but you know thanks for checking us out and and you know give us a you know good 15 minutes or so before you you decide whether or not you like us or you hate us and uh, hopefully we can we can uh keep you occupied for the for the next hour or so if nothing else we'll keep you keep you entertained on your drive to work and such exactly um don't listen at work though Oh. You get paid to work not to do that. Don't be like JB. No, you absolutely should listen at work. I, I strongly disagree. I actually <laughs> li- <laughs> I listen to all, most of my podcasts at work. Um, I do, too. I'm being a total hypocrite about that. No, but. I get you, yeah. yeah. In, in fact, if you're listening at work, tell your coworkers to listen to. Um, no doubt. I would appreciate I think that. you got me on the bandwagon, Josh. There you go. I've changed my position already. That's what we do. We change pos- positions here. So now you kind of have an idea of what you're getting into, you know. If you if you come no into this doubt. thinking Justice League was great, you might think otherwise when you're done. Um, kind of resist that dig. I'm sorry. Eh. Yeah, but it was a terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, I still enjoy Ben Affleck, but overall, it just, you know, Zack Snyder. I'm not a big fan of his uh, his work. So the way he shoots and and sets up scenes and things like that i'm just it's his visual style really isn't for me so that was part of it and see i would disagree completely like i really enjoy his visual style but i don't think he's a great storyteller like i think he needs an extremely strong script to match the visuals because as far as like action scenes he got it at least for me you know it's, it's very raw very gritty and i dig it like even sucker punch it was a horrible movie I never saw it, and I've, it's always been one of those ones I was like, you know, if it's ever on TV, I'm going to watch it, and it's been on TV, and I've never watched it. Nah, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not a good movie. But I, I just use that to make the point that visually, at least for me, I, I enjoy it, but if you don't even like his visual style, I definitely wouldn't check that one out. Yeah, it's not like I hate it, but it's sometimes it's I can't get past it because it's so... I don't know, just so out there that it's... And I guess maybe part of it, too, is is... Um, the shift, and this is not what we were going to talk about today, guys. We were just segueing no. based on something else. <laughs> no, it just kind of came out that way. Sorry. Um, but uh, I think because most of the movies, the blockbusters and popular movies, uh, the last couple of years have been centered around realism and things like that, and some of his shots are just so far fetched. Now, granted, we were watching a movie about an alien and a group of like metahumans, so how much realism can you really expect? But you know, that's just. I don't know. It's just something that's hard for me to to get past when I'm uh, when I was watching uh, his movies. I can see that. So I'm glad you brought up the point about trying to find realism in this fantasy world, though, because I think that's gonna I'm I'm gonna revisit that idea when we get to the the actual topics that we're talking about. Gotcha. Um, so we could just actually just jump right into that. Yeah, let's let's go so ahead and we're, do that. We're we're toward the middle of the year ish and it really has been a really really good year just entertainment wise um especially coming from like nerd culture stuff but it's been a great year for movies tv music like whatever your thing is even sporting events have been exciting yep um go to state so warriors just, won the championship and looks like the chicago cubs are on the way to win the world series again <laughs> one of those actually happened one might be a little debatable We'll see. Hey, there's still plenty of baseball left to play, so. Are they even in first place right now? They're they're still chasing on Milwaukee, which is annoying. They're maybe like a game and a half back or a game back. I haven't, I didn't check today, but uh, Milwaukee has like a one, between one and two game lead on them in the Central, so. 
that's going to be kind of hard to win from second place. Just saying. <laughs> nope. Nobody asks you that, you know. <laughs> There's always but, the um, wild card. True. Very true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as you know, it being so much stuff out there, I was kind of going over a list. Um, just just for comic book and like superhero adjacent stuff that you know content that has been out there i remember a time where it you just didn't have that like we didn't have movies back to back to back and when we did get them it was hit or miss whether or not the movies were going to be any good you know yes there was the x-men movie in 2000 which was you know was great for the time but yeah definitely had its own issues yeah and i, I think that's but, one of the movies uh, not to cut you off sorry but i think that's one movie where it's a, a good example of not really surviving time that well i mean it's only been 18 right. years but it's i mean they part they kind of messed it up too with with days future past with uh messing up the timeline but it's it's kind of unwatchable now i tend to agree with you on that one but uh, the movie itself, like as a standalone, you can enjoy it. But I think if you try to think about it in terms of continuity, mm-hmm. it, it loses a whole lot. Like it just throws you off. And that's with having knowledge of the source material. I think if you don't really know much about it, it would really throw you off. Yeah, that makes sense. But but now, you know, we've we've moved beyond that where you're getting, you know, one movie every eight or nine years. And we get hit with content back to back to back to back to back. I mean, from, you know, the top of the year with uh, Black Panther and Deadpool and Solo. Um, I mean, I think those are probably the bigger, like, blockbuster movies. But when you think about the television side of it, I mean, Luke Cage just dropped, which we'll definitely talk a little bit about. No spoilers. I really will try to be as spoiler free as we can with that. Definitely. But one Uh, I really want to talk about is the um, television MCU or MCEU. I think what what they call it, Um, because there's there's just some things there that I really want to talk about. When we get there, you're here for me. (laughs) No doubt. Um, I'm going to hit a, hit a really quick list then just and then we'll, we'll, we'll pick our pick our standouts for the beginning of the year. Gotcha. Um, so in addition to those, like I said, the Luke Cage, you got, you know, Cloak and Dagger and uh, the Gifted is coming back. Um, Legion just wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, what else am I missing out here? The Runaways. The Runaways. Yeah. I mean, it's everything for the for or there's something for everybody out there. Uh, whatever your palette might be, you should be able to get something out of it and so josh i know i, I kind of cut you off there when you were talking about the uh the netflix universe or the the tv uh marvel universe um what are some of the standouts yeah from the content that we've got this year for you yeah uh before we do that i too want to even though i don't watch them just because i haven't really had the time yet um i know there's some good dc shows on the cw or whatever the local channel is that are, that's really highly rated like uh black lightning and um arrow and flash and things like that that are had some um stellar seasons or stellar first seasons i'm not sure about the uh, what's it called not guardians of the galaxy uh legends of tomorrow legends of tomorrow i'm not sure about that one i've heard it's kind of like meh but, oh, it's wacky. Yeah. It's it's out there. Yeah. So, I'm not <laughs> but you kind of have to do that, and it, I, I I personally can appreciate how far out there it gets because it just fully embraces just the zaniness, and that's probably not the best word, but it fully embraces you know the comic book nature of the show, okay. and it just goes there, and it doesn't worry about you know is this going to be too weird for the general audience. You're gonna get it. Like you'll see Jonah Hex show up in a, in an episode. Okay. Hey, so if that's your thing, nothing wrong with it. Um, and then a couple other things I was thinking about too. Just um, you know, Star Trek Discovery. Um, I've I've caught a couple episodes. I like to binge shows, so I like to. Um, Netflix has totally changed the way I watch TV. Um, I I'm the type of person I will wait until the season's over so I can sit and just. If I would choose to <laughs> sit and not move for, you know, 12 hours and, and get through a series of something just because um, I've been spoiled with Netflix, you know, they dump everything at one time. So 
um, even if I don't spend, you know, the entire weekend or have, you know, actually go out and have a life, um, the option's always there to continue watching what I want to watch when I want to watch it. So, like, Discovery, I started watching, um, haven't finished it yet, but so far, you know, it seems pretty good. So it's like, like you were saying, like, whatever your, your, your niche is or whatever your, your area is, it's been a great half year for it. Um, but anyway, going to Netflix and then not even talking about Luke Cage because this is fresh in my mind because, uh, uh, my wife and I, uh, Donna, she, we just finished Jessica Jones season two. And did you, did you watch that? I did. You did. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on it? And if, if, you, if you guys haven't watched Je- Jessica Jones yet, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's going to be spoilers. Because I'm just going to say whatever about that. <laughs> I mean, but at this point, if you listen to this podcast, you should have seen Jessica Jones. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on it was I I enjoyed it. Um, if I look at it as something other than a superhero show, like it didn't feel like that to me. Mm-hmm. It felt more like a cop procedural. Okay. And much like season one, I did take issue with some of the writing. Like, I just felt like really bad decisions were made by the characters and just kind of out of character decisions. And I I know it was for the sake of extending the story, but it was a lot like the issues I had with season one. Like with, with, with Kilgrave, for instance, my whole beef with that situation was, hey, why doesn't she just handle it sooner? If that was the, if you eventually ended up, you know, doing what you did with Kilgrave anyway, we could have saved ourselves like six episodes if you just went ahead and did that. I agree. Um, yeah. And this season, it was Patsy. Like, what? what is that all about? I get the idea that, you know, she's, oh, I want to, I want to feel special or whatever. And I, I suppose that plays into that character a little bit in the sense that she was, you know, child star and drug addict, but she seemed to have overcome most of that. And she had, you know, really the world at her feet and gave it all up for doing a bunch of dumb stuff. And then the tangent with, uh, Hogarth, what was that about? So it was interesting, but it didn't, didn't do anything for the the main story at all. See, at first I thought they were like trying to to humanize her or something. Um, cuz you know, she right. she comes across as super which is you know, a tribute to the actress cuz if you ever if you ever seen her in like interviews and stuff with on, you know, Conan or whatever, she's kind of she's not that way in real life. No. Or completely. No. So but she seems very cold, which I get, you know, you're a corporate lawyer in in cutthroat New York and all this other stuff. Um in, I was going to make a Suits reference, but I, I won't. Um, <laughs> but that storyline to me was a waste of time. So here's my thing with Jessica Jones. I've watched season one. I've watched, I tried watching season one again. Um, I couldn't do it. I, 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 don't like, I don't understand why people love Jessica Jones. Like if you go and Google it and you look at IMDb or the Google rating or whatever, it's like above you know, 7.5 to an 8-ish, maybe a 9. And I just don't understand because, like you said, the writing is bad. I was talking with somebody about it, and they were like, oh, if you started season 2, and this is when it first came out, or something. I'm like, yeah, we're a couple episodes in. And they're like, yeah, I haven't started yet. I'm like, well, you're not really missing anything except a bunch of people acting dumb, making terrible decisions. (laughs) And it's... You know, having finished it, I think we finished it Sunday night or last. I don't even know. I think it was Sunday night. Maybe. Yeah. Sunday night. Um, I already stressed that one out. Yeah. Like it was one of the things we were like sitting there. You know, how you're 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 going through your Netflix list, which never, ever gets shorter. It always gets longer. No. <laughs> and um, we're like, I'm like, oh, crap. We never finished Jessica Jones. And, and Donna's like, oh, how many episodes do we have left? I'm like mm, two or three. And we were on episode ten. So then afterwards, she's like, "Wait, is this is this a twelve a twelve episode show or thirteen? I was like, "I think it's thirteen. And she was like, "Oh, okay." 
let's just knock it out. Like we weren't excited about it. We weren't, you know, enthralled. <laughs> but I think <laughs> it's I, like, oh, we just have to do it. Yeah, it's like it's like okay, we were already invested like nine or ten hours into this. We might as well like do the rest of the other two hours um, to see where where it goes if it picks up. And it it never did for me. It it was kind of. I, like I understand the emotion of and everything like that, but Jessica, the way she was so protective of her mother, and I, I understand that her mindset—you know, she was orphaned as a teenager, and she's lived with this guilt for years, and she finds out her mother's not actually dead, and she actually does have—you know—I won't say real family; I'll say biological family left. Um, so I, I get that aspect of it, but then. If, on the other side of the coin your mom's a monster like she's she's murdered people and mauled people to death like it's not like she's just you know flicking them in the head and killing them she's mauling people to death and you're protecting her and people are dying because of it so what why do my question is why do you have the right to protect one life when that person is taking several You're trying to apply logic to an emotional situation. I actually didn't have an issue with Jessica this season. I think, and and credit to Kristen Ritter, um, she played it well. I think that 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 made a lot of sense to me. Like, the very thing that you're talking about, I could see that. I mean, you see that play out in real life all the time, how people defend their family members who really are not good people. But that's family. And it's you know the bond between a a child and their parent especially having gone through the trauma that she did i can't imagine what that would do to a person but i can certainly see trying to figure out a way to protect this person even though they've done these things and you could see her kind of struggling with that the whole time right and i get it like to the point when she turned her mom in i was like okay that's that's um you know, like I was, I was like, okay, that's that's the right move. You know, I agree with her. I mm-hmm. understand it was hard. The scene was played well. Her, like her emotion was played well. Um, but then when her mom broke out and she was going after, uh, what's her name? Not Hellcat. Um, well, she will be eventually. Right. Um, uh, Patsy. Trish. 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 Yeah. Well, Patsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she was going after her in the hotel room, and then you know the cop gets killed. Right. And it's like, how much? You know, how much more? How, how many more lives you know do, are you going to carry because of this like you you kind of understand how and met, more than anyone you probably understand how monsters work and how they can get into your head right um and i think that <clears throat> excuse me i think that you know she her struggle stretching it over a couple episodes was too much i feel like she should have struggled with it and then realized you know like hey i either have to put this person down or i need to find a way to subdue her and make sure that she can never escape again um you know and i i don't know like i don't i know that it's a shared universe um and i know it's jessica jones but i wouldn't have because she was stronger than her i wouldn't have minded seeing luke cage come and you know take her on or something like that um i was kind of expecting that actually i thought that i thought that he would have shown up um for that not even necessarily because of the mom i mean as the season went on it seemed to make more and more sense that she might reach out to him for help or he might have heard about the things and then come to help but it didn't quite work out yeah. another thing i i didn't like because I don't get it um what's his name not Arsenal New- oh my goodness I can't think of names it's that beer I had uh Who? Simpson um oh yeah 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 they killed him off way too early like why did you even bring him back it's like it's like the actor was still under contract and they were like oh wait he's still under contract let's throw him in one more episode and then <laughs> kill him cause well, they needed the vehicle for uh, Patsy to get her hand or Trish to get her hands on the inhaler. Right. Yeah, and that's and that's my problem with with writing is 
um, and not just with Jessica Jones or anything like that. Like most times when we, you when I watch a bad movie or anything like that, my issue with it is not that it's bad. It's the fact that you have a, a you know a staff of writers. You know, I don't know how many people between six and twelve or whatever who are writing this and no one not one of those people could say hey i have a good idea that doesn't involve you know this cliche or something like that that's that's what irritates me as a as a moviegoer or a tv watcher because it's like um yeah you're you're providing this entertainment to me and i appreciate it but at the same time it's almost like you're treating me like i'm dumb and can't really digest something more plausible or something more with more depth i don't know if i said that right that could be, and, and that I imagine that that's not for you or the the more savvy consumer. But when it's something like that, um, you have to appeal to the the largest demographic. I mean, there's fan service stuff that they'll do, but I think a big part of it is just getting as many eyes on the show as they can. Very true. Very true. So I don't know. I mean. <laughs> After saying all that, I, I probably will check out season three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just the same way you, the same way you ended season two, like, all right, oh god, I guess I have to do it. All right, come on yeah. down, let's do this. Yeah, I did that for another show too on uh, Netflix. The fall, I was like, after like the nah. third episode of the first season, I was like, I'm not into this at all. This is terrible. But I watched for like two and a, two and a half more seasons or a season and a half. Um, <laughs> Let's see, I cut something off in a minute. Like if I start to not enjoy it, I can't do it. Yeah, I have so little free time as it is. I'm not wasting it. I understand that. Just a note too. Just if if you guys hear some popping in the background, um, fortunately, well, I don't want to say unfortunately, but there's they're doing fireworks for the holiday, so. We tried to record in a place where it would be uh, kind of it's not soundproof, but you won't hear it as much. But if you hear something in the background, that's that's what it is. Um, in case you're wondering, like, what's that poppy noise? These guys, these guys are terrible. Uh, <laughs> right, we're recording in the middle of a war zone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was that's my thing with Jessica Jones. I don't I don't really understand the popularity of it or the love for it. I mean, there are some good parts or there, there's some good, you know, um, there's some good to it, but overall as a, as a 13 episode season, I could take or leave, I could leave like 11 episodes and not care what, what happened. Yeah. I think that was the problem with a lot of the, the Netflix shows in general, though, that, the complaint has been the seasons have been too long and you they're like manufacturing stuff to make the story stretch yeah um i don't think i don't think that's going to be the case so much moving forward um that doesn't appear to be what's going on with with luke cage and i think that they've learned their lesson from jessica jones and Luke Cage season one, because I don't even think the Punisher really suffered from that either. No, so they are starting to make some Punisher. adjustments to that model. And I think, you know, moving forward, we should get some much more concise storytelling, even if it's the same number of episodes. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little more poignant. We're not dealing with so much fluff. Yeah, I forgot about the Punisher. I'm glad you, you mentioned that. Um, it's another thing that happened, like, uh during this year, you know, the release of another uh, Marvel show on Netflix, The Punisher, which is actually, I actually enjoyed that season. Um, <laughs> you know how I am with, like, queasiness and, and blood and all that stuff, so mm-hmm. I had to, like, look away <laughs> a couple a couple times just because it was a little too gruesome for me at some points. But overall, I, I really enjoyed the, the season. I think it was interesting just because you got to deal with the psychological part of it and that and that's intriguing you know what what makes a dude like frank castle tick even though we kind of know but crying this version of him and to see you know everything that he had to kind of struggle with and how that manifests itself in his actions you know it's really easy to just look at him as a one-dimensional character and he's really not 
I mean, at the end of the day, he's not a good dude, right? He's he's a murderer, but right. is he a murderer? Or is he you a can find some empathy in his situation, right. even with all the the horrible things that he does. No, I agree, and I think too, um, Karen from Daredevil and the other crossovers that she's in. Um, I th- mm-hmm. I, th- I enjoyed seeing her in this because I think she kind of helps humanize him a little bit. Right. I agree with that. Although it didn't really make sense to me why or how. I remember when he was in Daredevil and, you know, they had their interactions, but I was like, what was your what was his reason for having that bond with her? Wait a minute, I think you're right cuz I'm thinking it over now. I'm like, wait, am I confusing uh Daredevil and Punisher their interactions, which I might be that's one of the downfalls of binging stuff is everything just runs together because you, you don't have, <laughs> right you don't have time to digest right. anything you're just like give it to me and that puts you in a in a group of oh I'd say twenty million other people everybody's binging I think I'm the, the last person on earth that doesn't probably like the people. and even that's not completely accurate because I I find myself doing it more frequently than I had in the past yeah could be a timing thing too though because you know we get busy with stuff and we're like oh i have the time now. right let me, let me do it now because i don't i won't get back to this for like two weeks um, right you know so and then i think about it i did i probably think i just flat out loud about that because i said i don't binge but i binged two shows this year actually dear white people and she's gotta have it they i knocked both of those out in a couple of days really? i haven't seen dear white people it's in my queue and i, I haven't started it yet um I'm on the fence with she's got to have it. Like, I I like the movie enough, but I don't know if... I heard it's really good, but to me it's one of those things that I'm not sure how it translates to TV well. It translates pretty accurately to TV. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I guess it depends on if you are A, a Spike Lee fan, or B interested in the subject matter you know as to whether or not somebody would enjoy it it wasn't a bad show that's what i heard i heard it's like uh, one of the best ones or some people say it's mm-hmm. especially dear white people here they say that's one of the best ones dear white people is really really good it's definitely made for uh, a somewhat savvy audience though like there's some stuff in there that you could either a miss the point or b misunderstand the point and get something completely different out of it Not to to get too off topic, of our off off topic, but um, right. Did you watch on my block? I did not. That's, I did not. I am definitely on that though. Yeah, that's really good. Um, it's to me, it seems like one of the, almost one of those sleeper hits. To the ex- not to the extent like Stranger Things Stranger Things was because that just blew up and uh, became a worldwide phenomenon. Um, but I think on my block is one of their sleeper hits uh that's really good really i think it's only like eight episodes and um you know just really good writing really paced out really well i mean they're with as nothing's perfect so um right. but overall i don't think there was a weak episode maybe weak parts or acts or something like that but overall i thought it was great i think i think sleeper hit is probably the accurate description because they initially did not renew it for a second season oh really Right. Yeah, they they weren't going to do it. They were just going to kind of end it. But I guess it had enough support and vocal support that um, they went ahead and renewed it. And that was just recently, like I think this week or last week, they made the announcement to go ahead and renew it for a second season. So that was pretty dope. Oh, nice. That's good. I thought it was um, I thought it was like renewed, like right, right away or right after release. You know how they do that? They're like, oh, eight. <laughs> Four billion people watch this on Friday night. We're going to renew it. Um, right. Well, you know, it gets that. Some shows get that. Not all of them. Yeah. But no, I, th- I thought that was really good. Um, see, guys, we don't we don't only watch uh, things related to comic books or. No, we're not. We watch it all. Whatever. We watch it all, man. I was watching Frasier last night. That is a show that I do binge watch. Yeah. Even though I've seen it a million times but 
if I'm just like around the house doing stuff, Frasier is probably my go-to show. Yeah, I you know what's funny about Frasier is that it's it's um it's kept up with time well, subject matter content-wise. You know, obviously that's you, crazy, right? It's almost you know fifteen, almost twenty years old, and yeah, it's still pretty darn tropical. Yeah, it is, and I mean, obviously you look at it, and you're like, yeah, that was that was early '90s or whatever, but like you said, subject-wise, it's it's there. It's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, not to rile too many feathers, but when it people speak of like their favorite or the best sitcoms, you know, the last whatever, or the last great sitcoms, um, a lot of people say Friends. And I heartily disagree. Not taking anything from Friends, but Frasier was hilarious. I'll take it all from Friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not that funny. No. Like, it's okay. It's just not that funny to me. Living single was better. Um, <laughs> Hugely. But no, I, I feel like I, yeah, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. So I feel like Seinfeld was probably like one of the last great sitcoms. And I feel like Frasier was too. I can see that. So I can see that completely. Yeah. But that's definitely taking us off topic. It is. We dipping. <laughs> we digging in the crates on that one. Exactly. <laughs> hey guys, we so told you. I will. Um, I will jump on one, like really briefly, uh, standout for the year for me personally was uh, was Black Panther, but not for the same reason as everybody else. Like, all right, yeah, it's dope to see a black superhero and all this black representation what? and all of the diversity and everything. And that was. We, that was dope. We had Meteor Man. Come on. You making a joke. Meteor Man was a good movie, though. I, I, no, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but I, I love that movie. Like, five-year-old was, me loved Meteor Man. Like, even now, I love Meteor Man. Uh, it was so bad. So bad, but so good. Blank Man. That was another one of my favorite movies. Another bad and good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I, what I dug about Black Panther and... Uh, we'll we'll get into that with Infinity War the same way is that I think that that kind of killed the notion of oh Marvel has bad villains that's just not the case man it's just not not accurate I mean they've had hits and misses for sure but lately like post Ultron they've been they've had more Ultron was more hits than misses I think Ultron was just rushed yeah like he could have been dope, but I think Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon ran out of time and he was like freaking exhausted through the process. So you just slap some stuff together with that one, I think. That's another thing, not to get too off topic, because I know you, you brought this up. But like this 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 last half year, you know, it's been a lot of um, revelations about how guys not only guys, I guess there's some women too, are carrying themselves in, in Hollywood. And <laughs> I was watching something on, on the weekend. And they, they were talking about how all these guys are like, it's, it, 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 we're now aware that they're all like sex monsters and stuff. And I'm not laughing at the, what they're doing, just how it was described. Um, but it's, when you brought up weed in, it just triggers something to me. It's like, that's, I think something that we, kind of have to talk about and talking about 2018 because you know it's not it hasn't all been good in in everything that's happened and i think that's a, a movement that affects hollywood and affects some of the the um material that's come out or was coming out because i know a couple movies they reshot because of certain people were in it um right not saying that happened with weedin or um Infinity or no, because Whedon's situation didn't come out so much, much later. Yeah. So, but no, I agree. I think we can can dedicate an entire episode to that because there's a lot to unpack with it, and it goes beyond you know the content creators, and it really kind of speaks to the consumer also. Like we have some responsibility in that, and just as men, we have to acknowledge the culture that we live in and may have to check some of the the behaviors that we have been involved in yeah even you know down to some of the humor that we've either engaged in or listened to yeah i agree that's a little heavy for episode one no i, I agree yeah let's get back to the lighthearted. 
um, stuff. But yeah, Black Panther kind of introducing or reintroducing this idea that like we got really, 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 really dope villains coming out of that universe. And like there's a million think pieces on Black Panther, so I'm not going to beat it to death. But that was a big standout for me. And the theme of uh, family and specifically uh, father, father and son relationships really being the anchor, at least for me, in that movie. Like you got, you know, T'Chaka who lied to his son and was turned out to not be the the man that he thought he was, and T'Challa having to reconcile that, and then Killmonger and his dad, their relationship and how, you know, that whole thing turned out and how that affected Killmonger and and really just kind of forced his actions moving forward. Yeah. Now, if you want to talk about somebody, spoiler alert. That died too soon. Killmonger, all day long. Yeah, Killmonger. That. But what I what I really really enjoyed about Killmonger, and then right right after that, Marvel hits it out of the park again with like a amazing villain in in Thanos. And I don't really want to spend a ton of time talking about Infinity War because you guys have read, watched, heard, listened to a million other people yeah. kind of talk about it but but you know what i feel just really to highlight the idea that we've had so much content so much stuff to get into and we're just getting to the halfway point of the year yeah well i mean infinity war is like the elephant in the room it's you know it's it's, it's probably the biggest movie to some people of the year um and it, it it was done so well. And I, one thing I loved about it is that from the start, they didn't take any time to build up and to what was going on. It was like the movie starts and boom, you're you're in the plot. And I love that too because yeah. we've been waiting for this since for the past ten years. Yeah, I mean they've been they've been alluding to this, and and yep. they did it so well that and leading up to this point because you don't at least for me until I thought about it I didn't realize I'm like man I've been waiting for this for years you know <laughs> like yeah since since the Avengers yeah and when at the at the end you know the post credit it was like fine I'll do it myself mm-hmm. you know a lot of people didn't didn't know right away you know the casual fan didn't necessarily know right away it's just like all right who is this purple dude well even even but if you no, huh? go ahead go ahead if you know, you know. Shout out to Pusha. <laughs> if you know, you know. Like everybody who knew gasped in the audience mm-hmm. audibly, and you knew it was something big coming, and there was definitely a lot of build up for it. I wonder if. Uh, and, side note: I wonder if Disney slash Marvel slash whatever is going to go back George Lucas style and like re-edit that scene of future releases or future you know downloadable copies to put the 2018 Thanos in the 2012 because they look totally different. I mean, they're oh, both very purple, much so. but, you know. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I'm just just being funny. I know. It's it's totally possible. Yeah. But I think it will be a waste of money. Wait a minute. It, wait, that's wait, such wait. a small detail. But you, wouldn't be worth it. Do you think it's worth it to spend like $150 million getting rid of Superman's mustache? And doing a bad job of it. And doing a bad job of it. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but they didn't have a choice. No, I know. No, there, there, there's, a, there's a video online on YouTube of some guy who used like $300 uh, software to get rid of it and it looks way better than what they did. Anyway, off topic. That, that tells me somebody wasn't on a job. I heard about the video. I didn't watch that one, though. It, it's, it's pretty good because you're like, wow, it is better. Um, so... Yeah, I wanted no parts of Justice League. Like I was not watching no extra nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, Wonder Woman was great. Was that this year or yes. last year? That was last year. Last year. Yeah, that was still good though. Um, yes, it was. But yeah, but oh, even even before uh, the Avengers, that end scene with Thanos, you kind of if you were a comic book, you know, if you were kind of familiar with the storyline Infinity Gauntlet and all that stuff. You kind of are picking up hints of kind of where they were going. Because even with the Tesseract, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe it was in Infinity War they, when they mentioned it, where it was kind of like obvious what it was. Or you're like, I think that's an Infinity Gem. 
in or, or um, the dark world or something like that. And you're like, I think these are the relate to the Infinity Gems. Um, well, that was that was afterward though. That was after they introduced Thanos and the Avengers. Before that, all you had was the Tesseract and. I don't think it was initially supposed to be an Infinity Stone. I think the Tesseract was supposed to be the Cosmic Cube. Uh. And then, you know, Thanos was introduced and then they they went along with that and they kind of reworked some things to make it, you know, make it fit the storyline, which I had no problem with. It all worked. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it was satisfying satisfying first half of the year mm -hmm. the less said about solo the better <laughs> is we'll, a, we'll acknowledge that it existed is, but is it on red box yet i mean <laughs> i think it's at the dollar show still red box next week is it okay <laughs> i mean not to i don't i don't want to diss ron howard because i think he's a good director um I mean, can we talk about that for a little bit, like Star Wars and, and where it's at Let's do it. and where it's going? And um, like, what do you think? I know you're not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I um, I think that they need some new leadership. Um, Kathleen Kennedy seems <sighs> overwhelmed is not the right word. I think she she doesn't quite have a solid vision of what she would like to do with Lucasfilms mm -hmm. and they're being very reactionary over there um, kind of like Warner Brothers in some ways not nearly as drastically but they're allowing the fandom to kind of dictate certain things and the problem that's ha that, that the Star Wars community is dealing with right now is um, some of the old heads just are not they don't want they don't want to see any any changes from you know what what they got 40 years ago 40 no yeah 40 yeah, almost 40 years ago jesus yeah old franchise but that's that <laughs> but if you think about you know who was there watching the original um episode 6 you know in theaters there there's an older group of people mm -hmm. not necessarily wanting to see you know, this thing that they've loved since childhood look completely different from what they were used to. Right. Um, and people are being very vocal about it. My thing is, if you're a fan of a franchise, then you should want to see see growth and see the best that you can from that franchise, not just like tear it down. No, I, and I, that's that seems to be what's happening. But Kathleen Kennedy does not appear at least to me to have enough of a hold or enough of a plan to be able to absorb that type of criticism say hey i hear what you guys are saying this is what we this is what we're planning to do right it, it, it's like they'll hear from the fans and hey we were gonna do an obi-wan movie but uh yeah you guys crapped on the last jedi and crapped on solo so nah none of that right but you know what i can't okay so what's next <laughs> Yeah, I see what you're saying. I can't blame them, though. Like, for me, I'm not... I didn't... There were parts of The Last Jedi that I liked, and there were parts of it that I really hated. And um, the director that... Was it Ryan Johnson? Um, yeah. He, to me, he... This this guy's a baby. Like, I'm not, I'm not on Twitter. Um, I tried years ago. It was, you know, too confusing for me. Um, but he was on Twitter and like people were coming at him, which I, I get. And sometimes it was personal. Like to me, if you dislike something, you know, dislike the art, but don't don't go after the person. Like, come on. Um, I think that's but, the biggest the biggest problem. Yeah. That yeah, people are going after the the creators, the, the actors and the directors personally, as opposed to, hey, I didn't like this thing about the movie. Right. Like criticize. I think that's fair. And it's necessary. Sometimes your critics are right, and you you can actually learn something from that. And that's the but thing. But making it a personal attack doesn't accomplish anything. Right, and that's the thing. Some people are coming at him, and they're like, "Hey, you know, 
you know how you, you, you counsel somebody or you, you, you compliment mm-hmm. them first and then you say, this is what you need to work on. Though. And they were doing right. that, like, hey, this was cool. Like, I like, I kind of like where you're going. I kind of see where you're kind of going. But this part wasn't so good. Like, the whole Leia floating through, through space scene, that wasn't good. Or the scene at the beginning where you have bombers in space dropping bombs in zero gravity right. and the bombs are falling, like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> and there were, there were a couple other things in there. It's just like, this it this isn't good. And it's it's not because you're introducing new stuff to Star Wars or to the to the universe or things like that. Like I understand, like I know there's supposed to be a new trilogy that's not Skywalker related at all. But if they, and this is where I think they some fans get upset is that you know you make this big announcement, hey we're doing a new ep- you know a new Star Wars, hey we're getting the originals back together, and then. It's not that you're killing them off or anything like that. It's the fact that you're doing it in ways that don't make sense. Like, to be honest, The Force Awakens was just a new hope, but not as good. Um, so, I think as a fan, you're like, hey, I've been waiting. When did uh, Episode 3 come out? 2004, 2005? Something like that. Yeah, I've been waiting 11 years for a new Star Wars movie. Um, and you give me the new hope again and then you give me stuff that doesn't make sense or you give me what could have been a really really good villain and who's this 30 something year old dude who acts like you know an emo 14 year old who listens to my chemical romance or whatever um, <laughs> it's like they're doing things that are just that are bad for the franchise because kylo ren could have been i remember and i know we're, we're supposed to be talking about 2018 and we're not but I remember sitting there watching it, and the scene where he st- where he um, stops the the laser the the, yes. the shot that was amazing. Like I was like, wow, this is this is gonna be go great. And he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, he was he was dope. He was that dude. And then took the- he had his tantrum in. The- <laughs> What was it, in the control room or whatever? Right. Even the tantrum, like if he's angry enough, I could see that. But just like the the emotions and stuff like uh you know they yeah yeah so in the last jedi was just i i don't know it was a lot wrong with that like the whole plot with finn and uh rose that was stupid um yeah the the bombers dropping bombs in in space didn't make sense uh the end scene with luke dying doesn't make sense you know i i enjoyed seeing yoda again um but then to ryan johnson um, I think that's who directed it. So if it's not him and you want to get mad at somebody. No, it was Ryan Johnson. It was okay. For the last Jedi, it was Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Um, you know, people were c- coming at him and saying stuff about what they didn't like. And he was like, he, his his response was kind of like, I'm an artist. And if you don't understand my art, then that's on you. And it's like, mm, no, nah, that's, that's not always the case. Like, yeah, sometimes some people don't understand things or it's over their head. But sometimes it's right. just bad. I mean, there's a fair point to be made on either side of that argument. Yeah. So because if you've you've spent, I mean, nobody sets out to make a bad movie. So if you, you know, put all of this time and effort into this thing that you've created, it's going to be really difficult for some for somebody to tell you like, hey, this isn't good. Like, nah, it was dope. You just don't get it. Right. Like that's a natural response to it, unless it's, you know, something that you can point to specifically and like you said a lot of the critics were not doing that they were just like oh Ryan Johnson you suck and you should blah blah it, you know it was these keyboard cowboys mm-hmm. not really having much to say but talking a lot yeah I agree so I, where they're going in the future um, I don't know I would like to see an Obi-Wan movie um, because I, I you know I really liked Rogue One uh, and I think anything that takes place in between you know, I guess this would take place in between episode three and four or something like that. So I think that would be fine. But as far as like episode nine or whatever, they can uh, they can keep that. I don't really have to see it. Well, they got to close out the Skywalkers. It was closed though. That's the thing. Story. They didn't have to bring it back, and they did, and they didn't do a good job doing it. Right, but at this point, that's what I'm saying. They have to. They now they have to close it because they open it back up, and it's, they don't ha- quite have a conclusion. 
So I guess episode nine will conclude that. And as I understand it, Ryan Johnson is supposed to be working on whatever this new trilogy is going to be. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. But like I said, she Kathleen Kennedy just doesn't quite seem to have a, an idea of where she wants to go with it. Or at least that hasn't been made public. So it gives the, the perception that she don't have a, a plan. I hope so. Because well, that's actually a really good segue we can make when we were talking about what's happening in the future of Star Wars. So we spent all this time talking about, you know, things that and how much content we had, you know, leading up to this point. We got a ton of stuff coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Um, Cubs World I mean, Series. Ant-Man and the Wasp and Spider-Man. And, Cubs World Series. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> threw me off with that one that's hilarious i know uh venom and uh the equalizer and all that creed 2 is gonna be bananas yeah forgetting aquaman mission impossible 27 yes indeed it's like tom cruise and his grandchildren (laughs) (laughs) i think this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy though um why can't i think of his name superman the actor that plays Superman. Oh, uh, crap. I can't think of his name now either. Um, Mustache boy. Yeah. Anyway, he, he looks dope in the, in the trailer. Yeah, he does. Like, he's beating the crap out of Tom Cruise. And he's way bigger. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't see how Ethan is going to get out of that one. but They'll find a way. Yeah, that's going to be dope. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I saw the, the trailer for this movie. I do not believe I'm going to go see it, though. Christopher Robin. What? <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> nah, it looks dope. I'm not going to see Christopher Robin. If I do go, I'm gonna go, and I ain't telling nobody. I mean, you, you, I don't know what might happen in that theater. You have, you have all, you know, your nieces and that. Ne- well, yeah, ne- nephews. You don't have any nieces, right? Um, you have a perfect excuse. <laughs> you, you can go in what there and not look weird. <laughs> What excuse do I have for a reaction that I might have to this movie, though? I don't know what's going to happen in this film. I don't know, man. You were- I know they're going to intentionally try to make some adult people cry, and I am not falling for the banana in the tailpipe, so I will not be going to see Christopher <laughs> Robin. That's one I actually I saw, and I was like, I saw the trailer for it. I'm like, whatever. That's going to look, you know, like that kitty movie. Because at first I thought it was CGI, like completely kind of like Peanuts was. And right. uh, I was like, eh, you know. We'll see. Then I watched it. And I was like, "Wow, I actually really want to see that." And I wasn't a huge like Pooh fan growing up, but you know, I I do remember watching it as a kid and uh, right. having some sentimental value to me. So it looks like they're. Nah, I was definitely all about that. That was books that my grandmother used to read when uh, I was when I was a kid. So I got you. Oh yeah. So I mean, the benefit is the movie theater would be dark. So. <laughs> Not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> but I say all of that to say there is a ton of stuff to look forward to in 2018. So uh, you guys should definitely look forward to hearing from us, talk, uh, hearing us talk about you know things as they as they start to drop. Have you- we may not dedicate entire episodes to to content because there's just so much, and that's just on the movies. We haven't even gotten to you know. The, television shows and and music and we'll do book reviews and things that are coming out so it's a lot to it yeah um, there's a there's a new one thing i do want to touch on i don't think we mentioned but it's going to be a pretty big deal is uh aquaman this might be dc's like last chance no because there i think wonder woman is coming out like, yeah but i think if aquaman comes out and is bad that may be their last chance to do anything like as a as a universe like a shared universe kind of a thing oh i see what you're saying yeah. i think one people will still go out and see wonder woman but i think if aquaman comes out and it's good then they do still have they now at least have two characters with you know solid movies that they can try to build something around right you know what i wouldn't hate seeing is a ben affleck batman 
movie. I'm I'm really hoping that that's what is going to get announced soon. I know uh, San Diego Comic-Con is coming up soon. I want to say it's this weekend, actually. I can't recall. No, it's, it's soon. I know that. I know it's coming up soon, but um, DC should really be running that. Like, Marvel has already said that they're not going to have a presence there because they don't, for what? They don't, they don't really have anything to to promote right now. Marvel's. I mean, they just dropped the hammer. Right. <laughs> With Infinity War, and they're they're not really releasing anything until Captain Marvel, so right they're not they're not gonna have a presence. Um, Star Wars doesn't have anything, so they're not really gonna have a presence at all. So DC really has an opportunity to take up a space where Marvel normally kind of owns that thing. So they really need to bring it. I got you. Yeah, I see see. where you're going. I see what you're saying. I I do agree because, um, yeah, I think people probably will just write off DC outside of Wonder Woman um, if this isn't good. Because if if there ever is a Justice League 2, more justice, whatever they'll call it, um, I I don't know if there will be interest because the first one wasn't. Well, nothing from DC has been recently has been received well. Man of Steel no. was kind of like 50-50. I enjoyed it. Man of Steel was, it like was I think it was a good movie. I think that was a really solid start to start your universe. They had a they had a solid foundation and then it goes off a cliff. Right. Um yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um I I liked how they portrayed Superman and uh they yeah, I mean, they, he was Superman for like 15 minutes. Of course, he's not going to necessarily do everything that you want to see him do. He don't know what to do yet. Exactly. He's still learning. Exactly. Um, but, you know, Suicide Squad, terrible. <laughs> Justice League, terrible. Wonder Trash. Woman, fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see. Aquaman. I actually, I like Aquaman a lot from Justice League. I liked, um, of course, I like I like Batman. Superman was good. Aquaman, Wonder Woman. I didn't care for Cyborg, and I did not care for uh, Flash. So funny. A lot of people really, really dug Flash. I, you know what? My my issue with Justice League was less about the characters and more about the overall story. It just it felt more like a collection of scenes like spliced together and not a movie. Yeah. And then, of course, there was Mustache Gate, which just made the whole thing look weird. Exactly. Um, no, I agree. Did you uh, have you seen the, the trailer for Mowgli yet? It's like a a take on the Jungle Book. I, I, I feel like I did watch that trailer that looks, for Mowgli. Yeah, that looks pretty dope to me. I think. Um, oh my yeah, it's very, very much an adult. Yeah, take on it. Well, I, I, the the original stories they were kind of um, they weren't children's stories always. No, no, um, not at all. So. But everybody knows the Jungle Book from the Disney movie. Yeah, so but it looks it looks promising to me. And um, how do you feel about Bumblebee? Have you seen the trailer for that one? I did, and I I saw it on accident. I really <laughs> was I was actively avoiding this. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want absolutely nothing to do with anything Michael Bay Transformers. Yeah, I haven't seen anything that touches that universe. I want nothing to do with. I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen the Transformer movie in a while. Um, I saw the trailer for that because it was before. Oh, that's what we did talk about. Twenty eighteen, The Incredibles coming back. Um, but it was it was one of the trailers oh, for The Incredibles. Incredibles. Yes, forgot about that. And I, don't, I don't know how I forgot about that. Oh man, it's so much stuff. Like you said, it's so much stuff from just this half year. Um, but it was one of the trailers, and I was sitting there watching. I was like, "Oh, that look, that actually looks pretty good." Um, so I don't, I don't know. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, that's how they get you every time. <laughs> if you watch the trailers for all these Transformers movies, the trailers are dope. All of them are really, really good. I don't know. Because it was the one with, like, Anthony Hopkins, and he was talking about, like, the Knights of the Round Table. And I was like, what? Oh, God. Uh, the Last night, Yeah, that one was... Yeah, that one was visibly bad in the trailer. Yeah. So... But that would be the exception. Yeah. Yeah, Starscream in his Bumblebee trailer looks dope. Like, when they went back to G1, mm-hmm. and 
even the way he actually did transform was crazy. And I'm like, nope. Y'all fooled me already three <laughs> times like that. You will not get me again. Not, not this time, Michael Bay. <laughs> I don't even think he's crumple your he has thing. anything to do with it. Oh. It's um he may be a producer. I'm not sure. Gotcha. But it's it's part of that existing universe, so I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke about you crumpling like your movie ticket and throwing it away and then it exploding, but since he's not involved, <laughs> it won't be funny. <laughs> I wouldn't even buy a movie ticket for that. You could, if you gave me tickets to go see Bumblebee, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna reach out to your boss and be like, hey, when you wanna, when you wanna throw recognition to JB, um, he really has his eyes. <laughs> He's really set on seeing Bumblebee, so you know, hit he him up with some me tickets. outside the theater, scalping them tickets. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Well, hope maybe it may be good. Who knows? Um, it may be. But yeah, that's, I will not be the guinea pig though. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not going like Thursday night to go see it or opening night or whatever. Definitely not doing that. So, no, I need ten people that I trust to tell me that it's good before I even think about going to see it. <laughs> ten people with good, uh, with good history, good reviews. Exactly. Exactly. That you can trust their opinion. So yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah, kinda... there's definitely that to look forward to. Um, there's so much more that we could kind of touch on, but I know you guys are probably sick of us rambling, so we don't want to keep keep belaboring it. But yeah, um, just just know that there's a lot to get into, and there's a lot that we're going to get into. Yeah, we hope you guys stick around and hang out with us for it. Oh yeah, definitely, and and to. Um kind of to give you guys a brief glimpse into what we'll be talking about next on the next episode is Ant-Man um, is coming out so we'll be discussing that a little bit um, we'll, we'll try to keep it spoiler free so it, sh- it would be a challenge for us but we accept it um, but we'll definitely talk about that especially in the wake of uh, it's, I, I'm interested to see what Marvel's going to do in the wake of Infinity War and half of everyone being gone um, right so yeah, that's, that's whether or not they acknowledge it at all or what. I'm I'm interested in seeing where that goes, and we can kind of touch on some 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 guesses that we have with just the universe at large. And there's a lot going on in Marvel that we can kind of add into that episode as well. Yeah, I'm um uh, I'm kind of interested to see if they'll even address it in the like the Netflix sh- uh, shows or in like Agents of Shield or something like that. Um, they, Agents of Shield is another thing that came out earlier this year that I completely forgot to mention. Um, so spoiler, they did not acknowledge it in Agents of Shield, and I have had it spoiled for me whether or not they will in Luke Cage. But I will not spoil it for you guys, Josh. I'll tell you offline. Gotcha. Interesting. So I, I gotta I gotta finish watching Luke Cage. I know I mentioned I was a binger earlier, and um, I think we're in like episode four or something like that. So we'll probably get it knocked out by the end of the week or so. And we'll definitely uh, get, give some feedback on that too. Yeah, that's another one though that has has kind of debunked this idea of Marvel having bad villains. Oh, Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. Luke Cage has had good two good villains. We'll forget about that third one, Diamondback. I, that just doesn't. I was like, I was like, wait, who are you talking? Who are you talking about? I know, I know, Diamondback was terrible. Yeah, Cottonmouth was dope. Cottonmouth was a dude. Yeah, he really was. Um, I I rewatched uh, season one before I started season two, just as a refresher. I forgot how dope Cottonmouth was. Yeah, Cottonmouth was. You can collect your money from Tone downstairs. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Turk Turk is one of my favorite characters from uh from those shows. Like, yeah, I, he's funny. I, I feel like they should really just do like one episode, like a backstory on Turk. Even if it's across like five different series where you get a glimpse of the same story and understand it. I, I just like Turk he he's one of those guys you just love to see. I don't know why. I mean it's comic relief without being slapstick. Yeah. You know. But uh, <laughs> but what was I gonna say? Uh, Mariah, 
I and I'm only in like episode four of season two or whatever. I thought she may have she has the potential, especially that, that actress, to yeah to be even an even bigger villain than Cottonmouth. But I don't know. But one thing <laughs> in watching season two, I just remembered is how much I hate I hate shades. Um, I just I oh his mannerisms. <laughs> I just hate them. Like like who just who sits there in the dark with sunglasses on. <laughs> We actually both know a person that does that. We. <laughs> I'm not gonna. i go call you out on wax, as you may happen to be listening to the podcast. Yeah, you may. But you know what you do. Yeah, you wear sunglasses at night. But I'm saying <laughs> the difference between between shades and, and and the guy you're talking about. Let's call him. Never mind. Um, is shades is you know he he's, he's a gangster. Like he has to be on at all times and you can't you can't give ocular pat downs to people that's a a, a sunny philadelphia reference um you can't give (laughs) ocular pat downs to people in a dark place with sunglasses on i'm sorry you're not going to see certain things so but it's just sometimes the way he moves and stuff i'm just like it's like I think that has to do with the actor's choices too. These, yeah. These, yeah. Oh, because especially season two is a little weird. Yeah. So I don't know, but I was just like, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, I hate this guy, but you know, he the not the actor of the character, but yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> so um, like JB said earlier, we've we've kind of rambled enough, and um, hopefully, wet your whistle for next week if people still say that. So. I just want to say I don't think they do. No, yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it back. No, nah, I think we can let that one stay dead. No, what about we'll come up with something else. No, let's let's bring that back and then we can finally have like sarsaparillas. I've heard those were amazing. I don't do I, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is that like medical tonic? How or? old are you? <laughs> Josh is like seventy nine years old. I am, yeah. Um I've lived a full life. It's great finally see these characters come to the full screen. Especially that Captain America, because I remember when I was a wee boy, and uh, <laughs> I used to go down to the corner shop and get get a comic for a nickel. Oh wow! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I try. So yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening to to us. Um, hopefully, uh, you'll be back and. Um, see what we talk about next time and, and you know it won't always be comic heavy or things like that like it's a podcast about nothing so we could talk about I don't know basketball or you know something else timely what's going on so I just want to say, say thank no you doubt. for uh, tuning in thanks for listening um, in the future we'll make it possible for you guys to like reach out and um, let us know what you think you know um, if yeah, we want to hear from the people yeah definitely um, it's something, you know, this podcast is something we've, we've talked about doing for a, <laughs> a year, maybe. Um, yeah, about that. Yeah, it was about, like, about a year. Yeah, it was one of those things where we were like, we should do a podcast. And like, yeah, we should. And then like, took forever. So we're finally doing it. Um, I know I've enjoyed like this past hour or something like that. So hopefully you guys have too and keep doing it. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Right. Zip it up and zip it out. <laughs> I was just going to say make mine Marvel, but that's better. (laughs) Peace. All right. Thanks, guys.